We are back. Um, wish we were back talking about a better game than yesterday. Um, we're just going to get into it. I didn't watch. I didn't get the opportunity to watch the game. So Opportunity. Huh? <laughs> opportunity, indeed. The, I guess I, I'd say the word is not privilege. Um, opportunity is probably the best word. The window, the clearing. Tell my stupid watch. <laughs> the clearing to watch the game. Um but I, I got the score that we were tied at halftime. I'm like, okay, good. And then, you know, we were up 13 with about a minute and a half left. I'm like, oh, all right. And then I go into the store and I see we went to overtime. And I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> um, did you guys watch it? Yeah. So oh, let me I sit, sure let did. me let me set the scene for you, fellas. Okay, oh. let me tell you what my day was like yesterday. Exterior. So, ex- yeah, I was I was a groomsman <laughs> in a wedding yesterday. Okay. Yep. Ceremony started at 2.30. We got to the groom's parents' house <laughs> at 10 a.m. to start getting ready and just like pre-gaming or whatever. Right? So I get to watch the entire first half before we have to go to the church. Now, the church we're at is, like, one of those evangelical, like, like tax the churches kind of church. Yeah. So, they have a conference room with the TV in it. So, I put on YouTube TV. It was already logged into an account, so that was nice. Wow. <laughs> I didn't have to log in myself. Huh. And I'm watching the second half just kind of as they're, as the wedding planners kind of doing last-minute prep stuff. We're just kind of waiting, you know, people start trickling in. As they were melting down, it was getting closer and closer to the wedding. They hit that, that Iowa hit the three to tie, and we were like walking out. I I could not have been angrier. <laughs> I want to see I, a picture from, from when you're walking down with your uh, bridesmaid. I, I put on a brave face because I love the couple. I just, I, I smiled. I smiled and waved. I did what I had to do. <laughs> but I'm up on stage and I see my, I see like my girlfriend sitting with my other buddy's girlfriends in, in the church. I'm across the church and I'm mouthing at her. I'm so fucking pissed. I am so fucking pissed. I see her after the ceremony, and the first thing I say to her is not, hi, how are you? You look beautiful. Um, wasn't that ceremony amazing? Our friends are married. It was 13 points in a minute and a half. Those were the first words I said to her. 13 points in a minute and a goddamn half. Ugh. This just further confirms my theory that Izzo is a lurker on MSU Twitter. It just likes to fuck with us. Because the alternative is goddamn near impossible to accept. The, the problems that plagued MSU yesterday have been problems for at least five years. Too many turnovers. If... If AJ Hogard isn't isn't fullback diving up the court, they can't break a press. 
Hmm. Just no, no, no time, no using timeouts to stop momentum, not following up three. These are all things that have plagued the program for five years now, and it's not getting better. And I'm sick and fucking tired of MSU coaches in post-game press conferences going, yeah, I'm a horseshit coach. That was piss poor coaching and not fixing anything. They don't fix anything. If Mel Tucker legitimately thought he was a horseshit football coach, Ross Ells would be Ross Ells would be fucking selling used cars in the middle of Kansas somewhere. <laughs> and coaching JV high school on the side. Instead, like they just take accountability and don't fix anything. They just like, yeah, that was my bad. I fucked up. And then like, don't learn from it. Lucas, this one's for you. It's almost like when um it's almost like when Bart is is like telling Marge how he fakes apologies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, like I'm that's how I'm beginning to feel. You're you don't actually feel that way. <laughs> You're just saying what we think what you think we want to hear. Then he goes like, I'm sorry. And she totally buys it. Yeah. <laughs> so we're not allowed to be, we're not allowed to put blame on the players. And I wouldn't blame the players for yesterday. I wouldn't. No, no, I wouldn't. There is not a single player that I would go even like there's not a single player on the roster who, who had minutes yesterday that I could go, you fucked up. When you put up 101 points, it's really hard to blame the players. Can't blame the players because they're playing through unfathomable tragedy. Yeah. All right. Uh can't blame can't blame coaches because they're a Hall of Famer and have earned the benefit of the doubt. So are we just Calvinists now? It's just God didn't predestine us to win to God predestined us to lose to lose a 13-point lead in a minute and a half. Feels like it's been a pattern lately. Not a 13-point lead, but there's quite a few games in the last month that we have had plenty of opportunities to close out or at least get closer to a win, and, you know, we've fallen short. And a couple of them, yeah, the circumstances after the shooting, of course, that's different, but that's still something that, you know, that's there. It's still there. Even... It's still there. That's all I'm going to say. And like this, this is my thing. I said it yesterday and I'll say it again. MSU fans are pussies. Like just straight out. Like, like everyone wants to like puff their chests out and call us a blue blood and all this shit when we're like winning and like season and all this shit. But the second rubber meets road, it's like, oh, shucks, we're just the little program that could. And, and you know, I'm just so stinking proud of, of everyone and the way they competed. Let's get you all orange bot. Let's get you all juice boxes and oranges and get you on the bus. Like, no. Yeah. Like, like Cal, like has taken Kentucky to heights. It hasn't been in 30 years. And 
I bet he has to have his mail screen for fucking anthrax. <laughs> and we're here all oh, shucks, Tom. It's okay. You know, you, you can you you can go when you feel like it. What the fuck, man? Yeah. You don't use the portal, even though your two best players, the two best players you have on your team right now are from the transfer portal. You, uh, honestly, I don't know if it's worse that you practice a press break or you don't practice a press break. I would prefer that you just like, yeah, we don't practice press breaks. Because if you did, what the fuck? Yeah. You have 10 guys yet still do the two foul auto bench. What are you doing? You don't even have 10 guys. You have nine because you won't play Pierre. Is he in the doghouse? I don't know. I don't really care. So you have 10 guys. You have nine. And you still do the two foul auto bench. Like, okay, you like how many road games have they won this year? Two? Wisconsin at the Cole Center. Um <laughs> Ohio State. Oh, yeah. That might be it. I think that's it. It seriously might be it. To go look. That's it. That I'm running it through my head. The thing that the <clears throat> thing that got me the most yesterday that set me on this whole like MSU fans are kind of pussies spiral was this tweet from this fucking dweeb Erickson Kiva that was like, well, they were four and a half point underdogs. I don't know what anyone expected. <laughs> so if they're not favored in a game, should they just like not play? Right. I hate that mentality. Oh, Vegas thinks we're going to lose by four and a half points. We better pack it up and go home. All hey shucks. Guys. Hey, guys, we were six and a half point underdogs. We, just we, only, lost, we only lost by five. Don't, yeah. don't pay attention that we're up 20 with two and a half minutes left. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, just those two games, at least in Big Ten play. I mean, I've, I've other than – oh, I guess Penn State in December, but – Oh, yeah. Oh, so three – we got three road wins. Three road wins. Cool. Newsflash, the NCAA tournament isn't being played at the Breslin Center. Hmm. So. Wow. What the fuck, man? The Big Ten tournament isn't being played at the Breslin Center. And uh, that game yesterday, we lost, probably lost, we lost our shot at the double by. Yeah, the double buy's gone. gone. It's done. And probably we're going to be no better than a seven seed. In that, in that if, range. If that, yeah. Carter, did you watch? Oh, I sure did. <laughs> oh, boy. I mean, and the thing is, is like playing Iowa drives me nuts because like I don't like I really don't like Fran. I really just don't like that their team's brand of basketball. I think it's terrible. Um, every time we, we hit a big shot, we hit a three Tyson did his little, you know, mid range fader sick. 
I'm just like, it felt good. And I just got angry at Iowa because I just hate their, their brand. So I was getting, I was like getting comfortable with about a minute, you know, a minute or so left. Like, Oh, we're up 13. I was like, okay, Iowa will play the foul game. And then we'll just, uh, you know, eventually the game will be over, but they just kept prolonging it and prolonging it. I'm like, why are they sweating and trying so hard? Cause they were, and it's lame. It's not cool to do that. By the way, it's cool to not care in sports. Um, and honestly, I think from a strategical standpoint, they just kept getting the ball to Hogard and he, and they kept, and they kept fouling him and he was making his free throws. So it's like, and then usually this, the game strategy of like, just letting him chuck it is fine because a lot of times it's a low percentage look, but the way Iowa was shooting in that game, you have to adjust at some point. Like you have to, you have to start fouling. So you put them on the line. So you're not trading threes for twos. The way they were shooting it, you were trading threes for twos because you were just making two free throws and they were hitting every three and that just chips away. And you know, with the way basketball goes, eventually you're going to lose that lead. And they did. So you have to make some adjustment at some point because otherwise you're going to lose that game. That's exactly what they did. Um, the Hogard missing the one free throw, like when he did that, it was, I let out the most dreaded. Oh no. I think I've ever felt in my life. Because in that moment, I was like, yeah, they're going to come down and hit another three. Like, I will put a little blame on the players. I just think they had no interest in guarding the three. That's the thing. Like, yeah. they, at the end of the game, they were Iowa was getting clean look after clean look. Like, it was just like, oh, let them shoot it. If they miss, if they make it, whatever. Like, that, you can't do that. Especially yeah, give, give them the two. Give them the two. Protect, yeah. guard the three. Foul them. Yes, foul them. Three is more than two, and the way they were shooting, that shit was automatic. So it's like, that's where I'll... Bl- I, so I think there's equal blame on the players and the coaching, because first off, guard the three. Second, these guys are hitting the threes, so you got to foul them to put them on the line, and then they'll foul you, and it's two for two. And then in that point, you're up by double digits still, or at least you know enough of a lead that you're probably fine, but the fact that they didn't guard the three and then when overtime came on, I couldn't watch it. I just turned it off and waited for the final. Spot. I knew they were losing. As oh, soon I did as that too. I, did in, too. I, I knew it was it. over. Yeah, yeah. I knew it was over. I completely shifted. So I think the thing that makes me the most angry is just the fact that they wasted an elite shooting performance. Truly one of like the MSU's best offensive performances ever. Tyson Walker was like 11 of 15 from the field in the whole game for 31 points. Aikens had 21 points on 10 shots. Hauser was hitting all the threes he took. They had one of the greatest offensive performances in Michigan State history and still and lost because of late game execution that has doomed them all year. And this is where, like, this is the thing that I was thinking, like, oh, okay, my I've, I've come on this pod and I've said Michigan State offensively is bad. And then ever since that, they rattled <laughs> off like three straight really good offensive performances. I'm like, okay, maybe you don't need to find a coach that can fix your, you know, that can give you a different perspective offensively. Clearly something clicked and is working on the offensive end. You got to find someone who is going to have a different uh, perspective in terms of closing out games, late game execution, inbounding. Press breaks. Press breaks. And the thing is, like, Hogard was a one-man press break against Indiana and uh, against Iowa, but 
it's just it's just the late game strategy, man. Like you can't just send you, your only press break move can't be AJ Horgard Horgard bull in a china shopping himself up the court. Yeah. Oh, and I want to just like for people who are thinking, oh, next year has to be the year. Like you're relying on four freshmen to get you to a final four. And that rarely, rarely happens. And you're relying on Izzo to learn and, and you're relying on Izzo to adapt. So the problems that caused a Saturday have been problems for five fucking years. So obviously some light isn't going to change. I saw Sheehan retweeted something from someone yesterday. It's like, you could believe in next year all you want. That doesn't mean anything's going to be any different. Exactly. And I think next year, sure, will they be better? Yeah, I think they will be. But how much better? Marginally. I think you're looking at a closer to, I think you're looking at closer to, you know, these past two years than you are to the 2019 Final Four team. I don't see them jumping to being a Final Four contender next year just because you had a very raw Xavier Booker, a very raw Cohen Carr, and a like 90-ish ranked Garrick Norman. Like, fears will Fears will be good, but again, he's a freshman too, so he's not going to get handed the keys until at least a sophomore year. So I don't, I don't, I just think people are going to have their, you know, expectations disappointed if they think next year is, it's next year or bust, because it's, it's, you shouldn't think that because it's just very unlikely. So it's just all really disappointing as of, you know, yesterday's result. And it sucks because Tuesday, was it Tuesday that they played, Tuesday or Wednesday when they played? Tuesday. Tuesday when they played Indiana, it was so much fun. You beat a really good team, and you played really well. Like Tyson Walker and A.J. Hogarth played really good ball. You're coming off such a high. But as the season has gone, Michigan State has just been allergic to winning two games in a row because we've come on this pod saying, with the most recent game being a loss after a win earlier in that week. So it's like, I don't know. You have to find some sort of consistency that hasn't been there for the last couple of years. But I think this offseason is a, is a pivotal one for that reason. Again, you have to find something different. There's no there's no there's no alpha dog. Nope. AJ takes AJ takes 35% of the game off. Yep. Tyson is a scorer, but he he has no interest in leading. And like you could like whatever. Like Joey's on his way out. So like He's not going to step up. He's trying to improve his draft stock. I don't blame him. And then you go down. There's no, there's no Cassius. Like, this has been a problem ever since Cassius left. There's no Cassius. There's no Denzel. There's no Gary Harris. There's no Draymond Green. There's no Mateen Cleaves. There's no Magic Johnson. Like, there's no leader. They don't have to be as good as those guys. They just have to... They just have to slap other people in the they just have to get the other guys in line. And just like someone has to be the one to yell back at Izzo. That's what MSU leaders do. When Izzo's going nuts, they put it, they put their hand on his chest and they're talking him down. That's what Cassius always did. That's what Cassius always did. That's what Denzel always did. That's what Draymond always did. And no one's doing that. The person who comes the fucking closest is Steven. <laughs> Steven's basically Tom's get back guy at this point. Thank you. Remember I said that. Yeah. Um, 
you know, like, again, thinking about next year's team, like, that's a really good point, the lack of, like, a upfront leader. Because um, in my mind, I was going to come on here and say, like, you know, I hope, I would, I wish if we had any NIL clubs that were, like, interested in doing NIL stuff, um, they could try to see if Tyson would want to come back one more year. But I think he's done. He doesn't have to prove anything. But man, that'd be pretty fucking cool. And but you know, it, it it wouldn't be worth him coming back unless Tom, you know, looks at him and goes, This is your You gotta team. step up. You this is your team. Up. I will step back. It's your fucking team. You have the keys to the Ferrari. You need you need to call people on their bullshit. You need to get people in line. You know, I'll back you up, but you have to do it. You have to be our cashes. I would put it like that. You need to be like Mateen, Kalen Lucas, Drew Neitzel. Um, I was going to say, Enzel, Tyson Walker's a lot closer to Travis Trice in that regard. Yes, Travis not, Trice. I knew I was forgetting someone. Maybe not like the vocal, like, you know, guy. Like, he did it yesterday with his play. Like, every big shot Iowa hit, Tyson Walker came right back and hit another one. So it was right. like, so there's that, but there isn't the there isn't the intangible guy. No. Like, Hogard's not that. Hauser's not that. Not even Malik Hall's that. And that's probably the guy who it should be, I think. He's the guy who's been with Izzo the long well, I guess Hauser's been there the long has been there the same amount of time as as uh as Malik Hall has, but Yeah. Oh, that's right. Hauser did show up in 1920, but he had to sit out. He had to sit, yeah. That's right. Because I remember they were begging him, or they were begging the NCAA to let him play. And they did not, yeah. Um so for that reason, he has another year if he wants. Yeah, I mean, we, world world ending anyway. Um, it's frustrating, dude, because like this team has all I think a lot of pieces to be close to being good. Like we it's just there's something that's just not clicking, and I cannot and just for the life of me, I can't figure out what it is. We have the talent to knock a big boy off in the tournament, but can it all come together for one day or one weekend, like to get to the Sweet Sixteen? I don't know. I mean, obviously right now it's a no, but we have that point guard, Tyson Walker, who can, if he wants to take over a game. I mean, if, if Tom like tries to tell him, look, you know, this is like, you got to shoot. Like if you, if you feel you take the shot or you can take it, take it. Like do a Travis. And tra- he started to, he started to. And I think that's a key that we can help unlock this team's potential and yeah, that yesterday yesterday sucked, but like shit, they put up 106 points. Like, and you know, you're not going to get that again the rest of the year. There's no fucking way. But like, the 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 ingredients are there for this team to knock someone off. Like, if they're an eight seed and they run into the right one seed, they could knock them. They could knock them down. I mean, I don't think so, but this team has the has the right ingredients. But can it make the perfect? Meal? I don't know. Hope you're hungry for nothing. Yeah, it's gonna be like um, it's gonna be like in the menu, Nicholas Holt. MSU's bullshit. Uh, I mean, okay, so we're what seventeen and twelve? Yeah, we're seventeen and twelve. Um, seventeen and eleven, but yeah, eleven. Yeah, either 11. way, we're ugh, it's not what we're used so, to. Um, we do have a game that we, you know, obviously got postponed for the obvious reasons. 
Um, it's not even worth making it up. Not even worth making it up because if we lose it, if we lose it, it just destroys our rankings. And if we win it, it's like a okay, cool. You won a game. Good for you. Yeah, you won the game. Hurt us to win that game. You won the game. It doesn't help. It doesn't help to. It doesn't help to win, but it hurts to lose. So it's right. It shouldn't be played. And Izzo's probably going to do something insane. Like wants to play it. They'll play it. it. They'll play it Thursday, and then fucking, and then fucking Malik's going to aggravate his foot, and he'll be out for the Big Ten tournament. Don't play it. I mean, don't play the fucking game. Unless we're tied with someone. It's not worth it at this point, but it's all because of Steve Peichel. Yeah, only play it. Fuck you, Peichel. Fucking douchebag. Are we allowed to still reference Rick and Morty? I don't. I never watched it, so I really don't have a problem with it. Yeah, canceled. Um, just quote half of it because the other half is canceled. Um, I think they're both. Yeah, they're both not the greatest people, but whatever. Um. Yeah, I I didn't mind Steve Peichel until this whole thing, and it's like, dude, do you, are you listening to yourself? Like, <laughs> there was a there was a mass shooting on our campus, and people died, and we're just trying to like get get a game made up, you know, to have some normalcy, and we have it. Everyone else, literally everyone else, is like Nebraska said we're cool with it. Minnesota said yeah we're cool with it. We said hey Rutgers, you want to make this work? That's all we need. And they're like, go to hell, asshole, bitch. That's what they're saying. And what sucks is there is no Big Ten commissioner right now to tell them, fucking do it. You have to do it. It's literally, we're a self-governing conference right now. Yeah. (laughs) So our next two games were, I think, what? One one is in Nebraska on Thursday night or Wednesday? Nebraska's on Tuesday. Nebraska's on Tuesday. Tuesday and then Sunday. Sunday, yeah. Where well, we will have players go through senior festivities, but could uh, come back. Yeah, I mean, Malik. Joey Hauser could go through his second. 2021, 2022. Yeah, Malik, Malik, Malik Joey, uh, Tyson. Malik might have two years. I no, would legitimately. No, he, he only has one. He's only no. one. Malik is the he only one. one. He has one. Malik's yeah, he has the one. one where I would want to come back. Just because I, want him back. I think he could be a leader. I think Malik could be the leader. He's just gotta like figure Not it get out. Hurt. Not, Not get, get hurt. hurt. He's gotta stay healthy. And like apparently that's impossible, like within MSU's program. Like I would actually think that he will come back. Like I would I feel kind of confident that he will out of the guys that can leave. I bet. I think he's back more than any of them. I think it's out of the top three. I think it's number one, Malik, number two, Tyson, Joey's third. I mean, we're all in agreement. Tuesday is going to be a fucking rock fight, right? Like it's going to be like 34. It's going to be 34, 30 at halftime. I don't know if I want to watch. I could see that. Oh, I don't know. I don't know if I want to watch. What is it? Nine o'clock. Yeah. The thing is Nebraska stinks though. Iowa stinks. Iowa's Michigan stinks. The whole Big Ten fucking stinks. Nebraska's like a different level of stink, though. Maryland has one road win in the conference, and they're tied for second in the conference. This conference sucks. It's a big mid-off, like uh, DK said. (laughs) It's just one gigantic mid-off. Jack Williams vindicated. 
Northwest <laughs> in the Big Ten is like not good or something. Yeah. <laughs> Whoops. Um. Yeah. It, the, the Jack Mac- Williams. Jack Williams and Jake Novak are currently scheming to come back to social media at the exact same time. <laughs> um. My. Uh, so I'm. I think the game I'm pissed off the most about is the Michigan one. To be honest, like and. Yeah, you can call me, yeah, you know, the emotions behind it. And it was a cool scene at certain parts, but Hunter Dickinson still bothers me to my core. And he shouldn't, but he does. He's just on such a mid-team that, like, he acts like he's the greatest player in the world, and he still did that that Saturday night. And that I just I just got so upset that we lost that game because I hate losing Michigan no matter what. Like, he doesn't bother beat Michigan. Him. If we beat Michigan and we're riding a two-game win streak, I wouldn't really have a problem with losing yesterday. To an extent. To an extent. The way they lost. Yeah. I mean, the way they lost is sucks. We'll never will never not be okay. That's an anomaly. Like I remember talking to you guys, you guys call me Aunt Wright, but like I'm like, wait, we blew a 13-point lead with a minute and a half left. Like I was sitting there and the <laughs> Meyer like the hangover math gif. Like, how the fuck does that happen? And yeah, then I, then I, I saw the play. Oh my god, my stupid watch. My, I'm like, how? Like, and then I saw the play where we didn't foul up three. I'm like, huh? What? What? I knew you, you just knew it was coming off the Hogard miss free throw. He always oh, Hogard who missed a, fr- a free throw that prop that would have he hit like eight in a row and then he missed the one and then I think Sanford grabbed the rebound just came down I think he was a step or two behind the three point line just put it up and you knew you knew what was happening after that you just knew it was going in it was just yeah. like like you had you had that sinking feeling in your gut as soon as as soon as Hogard missed it yeah yeah that's because I I yelled oh no <laughs> so I was like yeah because that free throw would have put it. Would have put him up four, I believe. Would have iced it, basically. Yeah. Would have been. Oh no, because they would have hit a three, and then <laughs> yeah, it would have been like five seconds left, and then AJ would have hit both, and then it would have been three, and then they'd it hit would have like tied a, it at the buzzer. It would yeah, have been like a one thirty to one thirty final or one thirty two final or something. Yeah. Um. It's just like I don't know, like whatever. It's just like just fu- let's let can we just fucking end this season. So we can I'm waiting to, for us to be over. Can we just like this is supposed to be fun. Watching sports is supposed to be fun. And like and like as I'm introducing a new person into this, she's like, why do you like why are you constantly making yourself miserable? This is what <laughs> it is, man. That's sports fandom for and it's like, I don't know. Like I watched Super Bowl 51, like, man. The one time oh. the one time it pays off is worth like all of this. Yeah. Yeah. That's the thing, is like it's like the meme with the two guys diamond mining. Yeah. Right? That's what it feels like. If I walk away and not get the diamonds, I'm gonna keep digging. That's what being that's what being a like, sports fan is. It's 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 a definition of insanity. Like I endured the the Patriot the two Patriots Super Bowl losses. To get last year's, like, in a heartbeat, I'd do that again. Even with this past season, absolutely worth it. And, like, all the Red Wings, you know, the Red Wings will be back. So that championship is going to be amazing. Pistons, I don't know. Um, Lions? 
the Lions Super Bowl will have like the the parade will have like five million people in Detroit. Should break the world. Yep, it's going to be the world's biggest parade. It's going to be absurd. Dog, I've sat through Super Bowl Fifty One. I've you know Michigan State doing the thing against Indiana. Ugh. Falcons do it every Sunday to me though. So, and it's like it's just like when my team go like it. You know what sucks about being a sports fan for me is when my team goes up big, I feel worse hmm. because I just know what's coming, and it does. That can't be. That can't be good for someone. That can't be good for my health. That's what got me nervous when we were up 28 to 3 against Illinois in 2019. Oh, I sat through that too. And I'm like, wait. And like, like I'm like, okay, get to like 31 to 3 or 35 to 3. I'm like, I've seen this playbook before. Or like when the Rams were up 27 to 3 against the Bucks, I'm like, I don't like that number. Like Tom Brady's on the other side. Like if it were any other quarterback, I'd be like, yeah, this shit's over. But like that just that that deficit, the 24 to 25 point deficit scares me um and i didn't sit through the indiana game i i watched that at home because we got that blizzard over here on the west side i was blessed to have a weather excuse because that looked miserable um halftime because they were up i think 24 7 and a half i was just like all right cool. i went and watched the movie because they were kicking their yeah they're 24 7 i went and watched the movie and we were the only two people in the movie so i turned my my phone back on and i just had silent notifications i'm just sitting there like no, 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 no. And I just like, if after the minute, I'm like, they're going to fucking lose this game. And sure enough, sure enough, I just check my phone. I just like turn it off, like, fuck this shit. But I do it again in a heartbeat. I'm just a masochist. I think we're all just big masochists. We come back every time. And like, what's really funny is I took a, it's this like new dad boot camp class. I guess it's taught all over the country in certain aspects. And like the, our, facilitator was like reading an article where if you show your kid your when they're an infant like sports like football like they love to watch the moving objects the different colors like not just of the fans but of the jerseys and like you know you can sit there and talk to them and i'm just like you're gonna ruin your kid's life <laughs> am i really gonna put my daughter through this <laughs> like i'm gonna put her through this pain but i'm like ah uh, she'll probably be smart enough to be like I like watching it, but I'm not gonna like let my day be ruined over it. And the yeah, older, you would, yeah, the older, yeah, you would, you would think that, and yet, my In dad, theory, did the same, my dad did the same for me. <laughs> and as, <laughs> and as two of my friends were standing before God, all I could think about is <laughs> why the fuck did Izzo not follow up three? Just simmering, seething rage. I couldn't. I couldn't believe that when I saw that. that only an open bar could quell. Oh, it was an open bar. Yeah. There you go. Nice. Hey, some weddings aren't just a budget thing. Uh, <laughs> trying to think of a good wedding-related title for the pod. Spartan basketball wedding crashers. Something no. like that. <laughs> Um, MSU says I don't versus Iowa. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that's a good one. Um, oh, crap. Did what else was I gonna? What else was I gonna want to talk about? Uh, I saw Cocaine Bear. I just got out. Thoughts? Fucking awesome. 
like, so good. Like it was good or like stupid good. It's what it's what I needed it to be. A nice escape. Yeah. You're it's not gonna win any Oscars. It's not, but god damn, I had a good time. Cinema hmm. for real. Cinema for real for real. I uh I went and saw a knock at the cabin a little while ago. Um that was pretty good. It wasn't what I thought it would be. I talked yeah. to you about it because I'm Carter, I'm sure have you seen it? No, there's not a movie theater where I live. Oh, that's right. <laughs> it might hit Peacock soon. Um, but it was a little more straightforward than I thought. And I don't know. M Night, it, we're past the M Night banger era. But if he can still make movies where I'm somewhat entertained and like interested, I'm good with that. That's kind of how I, I feel about him right now. I uh I finished full swing. Oh, I need to watch that. Yeah. Yeah, there's an episode about Joel Damon. Uh, Damon, Damon, however you say it, Joel Damon. Uh, the whole episode is like, he's just like me for real. Like, that's the, that's the vibe of the entire episode. He just like me for real. I need to, I need to watch that. Still trying to, still trying to watch Avatar. And I read the Wikipedia for Ant-Man Quantumania. Oh yeah, that shit sucked. That, I the, like that movie that is so disappointing. I like that movie less and less. With I've just heard it's game. a I've just heard it's a two hour Loki season two trailer. That's basically what oh. it is. I mean, they're probably going to dump that on Disney Plus sooner rather than later. So, spoiler alert: Good. the next big bad in the Marvel Cinematic Universe gets defeated. By socialist ants. <laughs> Hang the Conqueror gets his shit wrecked by, by ants who, through a time gap, have decided that socialism is the best way to govern themselves. <laughs> this is an actual plot point in the movie. And I thought the Fast and Furious writers were on something. And it is delivered by by a Mike by a Michael Douglas performance where if he gave any less of a shit <laughs> he would he would be just walking around in sweatpants and a dirty t-shirt <laughs> man i'm so bummed cuz i was looking forward to this movie cuz Jonathan Majors is such a good actor and here's the thing he's Everybody's, so good i was going to say the, everybody says he's the guy he's part of the movie but, but they waste him. I was Ruben Rabasa. He's he's Ruben Rabasa. <laughs> you know, and like the concept for the movie, the cut like, like up until they go into the quantum quantum realm, it's like what you want out of an Ant Man movie, and mm. even some of the quantum realm stuff is cool. But like they make Kane the main villain of this movie. But they don't have the balls to like kill Scott off. That's what I thought was going to happen. Trap him in the quantum, or like have him be trapped in the quantum realm, or at least right? take out Hank or something. Yeah, or take he out. He wants Hank. to die. Michael Douglas says he wants to be killed. Or yeah, take out Hank or or Hope or like like or Janet. Like take out, kill somebody. Like, like make it, make it, make us feel it. Like and Thanos, Catherine Newton, woof. 
bad. Woof. Bad. Hmm. Like Thanos, Thanos whoop, pieced up Hulk and then choked Loki to death, like in the <laughs> first five minutes of Infinity War, and you were like, okay, he's here. So it's like you got to do something. If Kang's ne- if Kang's next, then he's got to do something. One watching like Kang getting defeated by by ants by socialist ants would be like if Hawkeye like shot an arrow through the space hole at the end of Avengers and just domed Thanos. Hmm. Yeah, that'd be that's lame. that's that would be lame as shit, right? That's essentially what happened. Well, um, does I I imagine Kang doesn't die? They just probably like he gets sent to like a different realm, doesn't he? I'm sure they have. He gets he, sucked into. He's he say, isn't there like a bunch of Kings? The council. Yeah. There's like a council of Kings, which like Jesus Christ, man. We get it, Feige. You like Rick and Morty. Right? <laughs> doesn't he get, get, they said he, they think he's going to become like the Beyonder in event in future movies? But like. You set him up as King the Conqueror. Yeah. This is the Conqueror. And you're just like, and you spend, and then he's defeated by ants. <laughs> that feels very like Disney MCU. Like, come on. Like, we know who Kang is. Don't, I, don't. They're doing him. the thing that, that the DC, that the DCEU was doing, where they're so focused on what's coming. Mm. They can't like yeah. They're they're not looking down and seeing that their shoes are untied. They're they're relying too much on cameos and crazy things happening in the movie. Where it's like, I could sacrifice those if I just have a good ass movie. Tell a good story first. Yeah, and that's what made the MCU so good pre Infinity War. But now it seems like Foggy doesn't care. Um. That yeah, people people are blaming Iger, and I'm like, I don't think Iger's to blame for this this change. Like, Feige's still running the show, and he always has. Yeah, it doesn't feel like Feige cares. It it feels like it feels like everyone is stretched too thin production wise. Yeah, it the but movie Stoll's Modoc is stretched too far out. Yeah, it oh, looks yeah. like was... fucking the movie looks like shit. If, too. if I had my Snapchat app working, out of I gotta fix it. I was gonna Photoshop Greg Henson's head on the Modoc, <laughs> but man, I, I'm gonna try to, but it's freezing up on me. Like, like, and, and they're they're overworked, and like, didn't Marvel just add uh, Doctor Strange three, uh, Eternals two, and oh, there's a third oh, one. That anyway. What's that? I I was like, I was thinking, why is there a second Eternals? But I was like, well, they kind of ended the first one. <laughs> yeah, Eternals. Hey, one. we're back. Great. Like. I have a I, I think in a couple years we're gonna we're gonna be the DC the new DC movies and Marvel movies might be pretty hand in hand. With James Gunn taking over. I, I trust James Gunn to do if really DC, well. Like if DC closes the gap a little bit, I wouldn't be yeah. surprised. Like even if it's to where like Marvel's sweating a little bit. And F- I know Feige even is like, hey, I want DC to be good. And like that's a smart thing to say. It's like what happens if, okay, so in what two and a half years, Superman's coming out, and that's going to be that's going to be crazy ass year. We're getting Superman, um, Avengers. I think that's that's Kang Dynasty, and then that's the first one, yeah. Yeah, we're getting Kang Dynasty, 
Superman, and we're getting a couple other big movies that year. Like, imagine if Superman, like, just is so much better than Avengers. And I, I don't know. And I think the same dude who wrote Quantum Mania is writing King of the King Dynasty and Secret Wars. So there's a little reason to be alarmed right there. No, they better not, dude. If they, that's the thing is like I know it's a long time from now, but if they screw up Secret Wars, I'm out. I'm gonna look up the 2025 movie release because it's stacking. Also, I was thinking like, oh, since um, Duh. since like people are disappointed with with uh, with Kang, and that was kind of supposed to be the intro to like the next phase. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe Feige's like, okay, let me uh, let me bring people back. Let's let's release some uh, Fantastic Four news. That'd be nice. We're gonna see that shit before June, I bet. Well, I'd hope so. I thought we were supposed to see it in September, and we didn't. <laughs> yeah, well, casting's underway for sure, so we might get a Sue Storm announcement, and then everything else. Like as soon as they're cast, they might to get the stink off of Ant Man to go. Hey, let's try to get some shit in because some good news before uh, Guardians Three comes out in May. Oh, if Guardians Three isn't, I think that's going to be good. I really I was going to say if they don't close that trilogy outright. So, 2025, the confirmed movies, Fantastic Four in early February. Um, it's This is going to be a big one, I think. The live-action How to Train Your Dragon movie. Um, that's going to be a big one. Uh, Kang Dynasty. And then you have Superman two months later. You have another Marvel movie two weeks after that, which I am would guess like Doctor Strange 3, maybe. And then in October, you have Batman 2. Or excuse me, The Batman 2. And then December 19th, I think this is, this is there's a Star Wars movie coming out. No, so there's not. It says December 19th, untitled Star Wars movie. Yeah, I know, but... I don't, it, I, there's not. It's not going to happen. I hope not. But that's going to be interesting. That's going to be a banger of a year for movies. Um. Oh, and the new Tron movie. I know people are excited for that. The Jared uh, Leto Tron banger. The what? Jared Leto's in Tron 3. It is going to be the first movie to make a Tron trillion dollars. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and Megan 2. Megan 2.0. Interesting. I hated Megan. I fucking hated watch, Megan. We're going to watch it this week. I swear, I thought you said you liked it. No, I fucking I hated it. It was so bad. See, you're you're gonna hate Megan. I'm gonna like it, and I hated Tar, and you're and you love Tar. I love Tar. Tar's so good. Uh, (laughs) I haven't seen anything, man. I rewatched New Hope last night. Cinema for cinema for real, by the way. I'm gonna do a Star Wars rewatch when the baby's born because we're gonna be. I'm gonna be home for two weeks, so I think that's a perfect time to not get some more sleep and watch Star Wars. Um. What has anything football happened? Hey man, I've just been I've been grinding tape. Oh, you want to talk draft a little bit? Like any? I always talk a little bit. I always do. Um. Well, okay. So, uh, let me let me play pretend GM again. We're gonna we're gonna update a scenario that SD presented me a couple weeks ago. Um, I call both of your teams and say, hey, Jalen Ramsey's available. What are you going to give me? Sweeten the pot for me. But he wants a new contract, so it's basically a sign and trade. Ooh. A fifth and a third. Thank you very much. 
I think he wants at least twenty mil a year. That's his quote. Oh, I'm yeah. Getting... So he wants to he wants to reset the market. Basically, he wants. Oh. He's only guaranteed five mil uh, this year in his current Rams deal, so he's going to get traded. I'm pretty sure. See the Browns, the Brown fuck Jimmy Haslam because he fucked the whole league up with yeah. the contract that he gave to that nasty motherfucker he has playing quarterback. Come out, you rapist! <laughs> he yeah, and like Lamar, like so what? Deshaun's getting what fifty mil a year guaranteed? Yes, Lamar deserves more than that, and I think Jalen Hurts deserves more than that. Jalen Hurts, it'll it'll remain to be seen. I think if if he has another season like he did this year, then I would I would be inclined to agree with you. But let's see. They're gonna see what kind of regression. Can I say he's trending towards deserving more? Sure. I think Burrow, I think Burrow deserves that number. Burrow's contract is gonna blow shit up. Burrow can sign an extension this year, and then next year, Mars turn, there the Bengals might have to trade T. Higgins. I could see that happening. I mean, their their ownership is cheap, so yeah. Because then after they, I was gonna say, because after the after they pay Burrow, they have to pay Jamar Chase. So it's like, what are you gonna do? So do you think, SD? Do you really think the Lions are gonna go after Jalen Ramsey? Probably not. I would imagine. I would imagine. I I would imagine the Bears are gonna be stuck at one. Mm-hmm. And that will make and that will make six all the more valuable, because if you go down the list, Indianapolis needs a quarterback, so they're not gonna they're not gonna trade two, so they're not gonna trade two. They're gonna take Bryce Young or Will Levis or fucking Anthony well, Richardson. Well, what's funny is the Bears have a little bit of leverage with Indy because Ursay came out and said we really like that boy from Alabama, and Will the, Anderson. The, the Bears could call like that Bryce Young, huh? You're referring to Bryce Young, right? That's what he was saying. Someone asked him about Bryce Young, and they said he really liked him. So, so the Bears could call them like the um, the Niners did the Bears a couple years ago, and say, "Hey, we're going to take uh, Bryce Young number one, unless you want him." Like, what do, what do you want to give me here? Like the like the Niners did saying they were going to draft Mitch fucking Trubisky. I was going to say, but the but the Bears kind of screwed themselves out of that because they at least publicly have said they're not trading Justin Fields. So like true. At least like you have to assume maybe they're saying that behind closed doors, but like publicly, just the fact that they said like, yeah, we're not interested in training him, like that drives the price down. Yeah, for, I would I would honestly one, I if I were if I was the Bears, honestly, I would draft Bryce Young at number one and then trade his rights. And then try to trade his rights. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Because I think that's the only way out. Otherwise, like you get a pretty good haul for him. Yeah, if, once you know he's gone, I don't know. I you'll. I, I think the aren't Bears are. People, aren't some people saying they're trending towards drafting um, Will Anderson, Jalen Carter? Yeah, it's Carter or Anderson. Either way, I think they they make out like bandits with either one of those guys. The thing about the Bears is their team's not going to be turned around in in one draft. But getting a years. getting a defensive cornerstone helps. Because God, they need help everywhere. And I think yeah. Fields could be okay. I don't think he's going to be like a all-star MVP type of player, but I think he could be a pretty good quarterback for him. Recent history, recent history would suggest that Will Anderson is going to have the higher premium of is going to be is going to be the more the more productive drafted player 
than than Jalen Carter. Yeah. Um. So you should just let Jalen Carter fall to six. <laughs> <laughs> um. But yeah, I, and then you know the the Colts need a quarterback. They're going to take Bryce Young, and then who has three? Seattle, uh, Arizona, Arizona. I mean, See, like Ari- the top two. If if the if the Colts trade up to one, which is entirely possible, they'll take a quarterback. Houston will probably take a quarterback, but I think it wouldn't hurt them to take one of the two top defensive guys. And then you know you're still going to be bad enough where next year you're in contention for Caleb Williams. So, I mean, obviously you can't play it like that, but. I want Caleb Williams so bad. But, like, the Houston getting Will Anderson or Carter would be pretty good, would be fantastic. Nice start for D'Amico Ryans. But then, yeah, but then the case, but then, but imagine Houston takes a quarterback, which feels pretty likely. Like, then the Cardinals. If he doesn't succeed. I was going to say, the Cardinals sit there at three and they have their choice of Carter or Anderson. And then the Bears at four take whoever the the Cardinals don't take, and then they're feeling pretty good. So, like, I think the first four picks in whatever order, whatever team, whatever order, Bryce Young, C.J. Stroud, uh, Anderson, and, and Jalen Carter. I'm I'm not afraid of Jonathan Gannon, by the way, after that video. <laughs> it does not intimidate me whatsoever. He's hilarious, dude. Hey, finger rockets. I was going to say, he may not be like a um, – those are the types of guys who I think make the best coaches. They don't know how to be human beings. <laughs> Yeah, they only know football. football. Yeah, I that just looked down. Dude, that like, was Nick. That was Nick Sirianni in his press conference where he like he didn't know what to say. He looked like a dumbass. That yeah, then, but because he's all football, he didn't know how to be a, a public figure. But I love that. I love after the Super Bowl because we re- we didn't talk about the Super Bowl. I love that when when they blew that game, this Twitter was going nuts with the nodding gif and going nod your head if you blew a double digit Super Bowl lead. I was. Honestly, I was very happy the Chiefs won that game. He's got he's got fire though. Nick Sirianni does. Andy Reid masterclass of a yeah. second half. Again, another person who doesn't know how to be like a a a, a no. public figure. He's just a guy who wants to eat a cheeseburger. He's a I I love Andy Reid and he's I love Patrick Mahomes. Guy. I I admit I love Patrick Mahomes and like I'm so happy they won that second title and you know it's just funny how like they traded Tyreek Hill and. I think it made Mahomes a better quarterback. Like it proved a lot that he, his first fucking year without him, he wins his title. Um, My Super Bowl champ. Yeah. Like, and I, I loved, yes. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Carter, you Super Bowl champion, Kansas city chiefs. I get a half point for having them runner up. Offensive player of the year, Justin Jefferson, defensive player of the year, Nick Bosa. Yep. You did, most, you did pretty good. The most ball, the most ball nowhere. Is me. Yeah, I I I ain't no shit, dog. <laughs> yeah, my my Rams pick just completely went down the toilet after like the sixth week of the season. <laughs> I could see that coming. Like, uh oh, this team kind of sucks. When they when they lost to Tom Brady in the Bucks in Tampa, I'm like, okay, it's real. It's it's Jover. It's Jover meme. Um, let's see. I think that's about it, right? We pretty good. Yeah. 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 So yeah, we got Nebraska in about 48 hours. Are Okay, again, point spreads yeah. don't come out till like the day before, right? Or has a uh, line come has a line come out? I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think so either. I want to look real quick. No. 
this is a game we should win, but <laughs> it's on the road, so who fucking knows? It'd be a nice win. It'd be a, it it, I'll take it. It wouldn't be a nice win. It would I'll be like it. an expected win. Yeah. yeah. I'll take but it. You should win these last two games of the year. You should have won on you should have won yesterday too, but yeah. A lot of games I should have won this year, to be honest. Um, but at least the good news, the Kentucky game isn't looking like a bad loss anymore. Or, or, beat, I was gonna say we beat Kentucky though. We're starting yes, with our bad win. We're starting to go, they're starting to get back into the rhythm a little bit. Um but anyway, I think that's pretty good. We're all caught up. Um anybody have any last thoughts or last things to talk about? I want um, I want this to be over. Yeah, please. <laughs> Please, please let this end. It. Please let this end. And yeah. you know, I had a vision in my head of a bullshit Michigan Sweet Sixteen run today. Oh, that's I, that's gonna fucking suck. Shot went up. That is going to fucking suck. It's creeping in the back of my head again. Because yeah, after I saw them beat Wisconsin, I'm like, oh man, they're rounding into form. Like here we fucking go. They're gonna make it to like the. They're gonna make it to like the Big Ten tournament final or That's something. That's gonna suck. So it's gonna it's gonna blow, but hopefully we have a hopefully next year's better. But guess we'll just see what happens. I'm sure we'll be done talking basketball in like a month, a month less than a month. Um, all right, everyone have a great night, fellas. Good to be back and uh, go green. Go white. Go Geen. Thank. You.